In this episode of Cutscenes, we take on zombies in the desert in Resident Evil Extinction. Let's get right into it. Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrance. And I'm Travis Colnett. And this week, we are talking about 2007's Resident Evil Extinction. Uh, here to talk about the movie with us uh, for the second time on the show, uh, first returning guest, uh, it is Control-Alt-Noob. Welcome back to the show. Yay! Yay! Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, for those of you who have not heard uh, her before, shame on you because you've not listened to all of our episodes. Uh, <laughs> but she was on our last Resident Evil show, uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Tell us about yourself and what you do. Okay. I am a Twitch streamer predominantly. I also have a YouTube channel. Um, I think that's about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> You have a really lovely Discord community as well uh, mm-hmm. that plays lots of great games. We found you by your PlayStation Plus uh, series that you were doing, um, but I would encourage y'all, if you like wholesome video game content, either long form or short form, uh, Control-Alt-Noob. Uh, on Twitch, you're Control-Alt-Noob zero. Yeah. And then on YouTube, you're Control-Alt-Noob, correct? That is correct. Love it. Thank you for coming back. We are excited to talk about this movie with you. Um, we start as we do all of our shows with the tutorial. It is a 60 second segment where uh, each of us is going to give you the high level plot of the movie, hot potato style, each taking 15 seconds on it before passing it to someone else. Uh, who wants to start this one? This is so hard. I don't know. <laughs> is it 15 start seconds? the end. So much pressure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll go first. I can go second. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Uh, noob, uh, do you want to go third or fourth? I'll go third. Okay, I'm I'm <laughs> finishing this out. This is going to be great. Uh, let me start the timer here, and then uh, All right, let's go, can... Travis. Look alive. Ooh, ooh. You sound like a football coach. Look, look alive. Look alive. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so this movie is a continuation of the Resident Evil series. Um, it, you pick up with Alice, who is played by Mila Jovovich, and she wakes up in a shower, just like in Resident Evil 1. And uh, she is looking around, and she's in a dress, and I'm doing a really bad Switch. job. Uh, she finds uh, dead clones of herself. It's really messed up. Oh, she, she's a clone. But anyway, um, uh, Claire Redfield has a convoy of people, and she is trying to make their way to somewhere safe. They're just trying to stay safe, run away from the zombies. Next. Switch. The zombies have like taken over the world. It's no longer contained. Like the entire world is extinction event thingy. So um zombies, zombies convoy driving. Zombies. <laughs> what happens Switch. in this film? And uh she discovers a crew, Claire Redfield and others, and the penultimate movie is like, hey, we gotta get to Alaska, so let's get a helicopter, but also bad, bad men from the previous movie are gonna try and take you down in zombie form. That's the movie. Oh my god. You saved wow. it. <laughs> uh, closing it out's easy. You just say words until the words stop. So we could just I have an easy job. We could just continuously repeat the word zombie, zombie, zombie for a full minute, okay. and I'm sure that would be the whole plot. <laughs> Noob. Just when you think these movies couldn't get any worse, Resident Evil <laughs> Extinction. Oh no! So, okay, I I I don't I don't know that it got worse. 
I I, mm. I disagree. But um, Noob kind of summed up my impression of this. What is what is happening in this movie? <laughs> did anything happen? Like I, I didn't yeah. think that anything did. I didn't no. recognize it at the time until I've tried to sum it up, and I'm like, nothing happened. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but Travis, more importantly, I think you alluded to this in our last episode that we did about Resident Evil, where you said that they ignore what happens at the end of the second Resident Evil movie and kind of go off on a tangent. So, right? like, yeah, okay, the end of one, like, literally leads perfectly into two. Which I liked a lot. It was a very good continuation of that sequel. You're like, oh, wow, look, it's escaped. It's in the city, whatever. The way that two ended, you're pretty much with Alice and Jill and Carlos and Angela. And you're in a, a uh, like a car and they escape uh, away. They, they save Alice and um, they pretty much like, you know, are going to try to take Umbrella down, essentially. And the beginning of this movie just does away with all of the that, which is a very strange thing for me like I feel like the rest of these movies actually do pretty well to lead one into the next but there's this weird disconnect between this movie and the last one where you don't who knows where Jill is who knows where Angela is the whole entire point of the last movie was Angela saving Angela doesn't matter she ain't around anymore and so we just we just do away with all of it and it's like oh the world's ended and you're just like <laughs> gonna go and here's some zombie action, but like there, it doesn't. Ha- nothing happens. Like and like we'll get to it, but like the end of this one, I liked a lot. Like the ending, I was like, ooh, set up for the next one. But like I was very disappointed with how this one, especially after watching it the first time, how it transitioned out of the last movie. I when I started this, sorry, <clears throat> let me say that again. I when I started this movie was like, did I start up Resident Evil the first movie again? Same. Right. Because it, it opens up mm-hmm. exactly the yeah. same way as the first one. I rented it off Amazon Prime and I was nice. like, oh no, I've rented the wrong movie. <laughs> I had to back out of it. And then I was like, wait, that's his extinction. What is going on here? <laughs> I feel bad you spent money on this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't mind. I feel like, am I going to be the most positive one today? What? Um, you know what? No. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so why don't you just like set up the scene, maybe either Travis or Noob or Katie even. Um, she wakes up in a shower and then she automatically like starts going into the umbrella gauntlet. Is that fair? Hmm. a fair assessment? Yeah, I would say so. She, yeah, she wakes up on the floor of a shower again. She's a little bit bruised again. Not her face, though. Again, because it's Mila. Can't bruise Even though it's a moneymaker. It yes. lands smack dab on that, like, marble floor. I'm like, Just like the first no- one. Yeah, Same I know. Thing. Um, yeah. yeah, she walks out. She, she They have laid out a red dress for her on the bed. Not creepy at all. She puts that on. <laughs> and then she's walking through the mansion, just like the first one, and then gets into um, what is probably the... The most memorable thing from the first movie is the laser hallway, but they've kind of changed. Like it looks a little bit different, but you can tell they kind of tried to recreate it, but modernize it a little bit. And she walks into that, and it's like, oh, we're 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 doing the same thing. <laughs> and then she gets shot, <laughs> violently. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is it's an interesting like almost recap of like the first two movies a little bit, like because all you really need to know is that like chaos is outside happening you know when she's on her way out so it's weird that it's like actually played i like the way that they did it in that 
it, you think it's a dream sequence, but then you learn quickly that no, it's there. It's a clone of Alice that is going through essentially like a Resident Evil trial thing that these these scientists are making her do. But it also kind of functioned as an interesting little recap of like the story so far. If you didn't really know, even though it's very vague. Yeah. Now you know what you're right. I did think it was a dream sequence at first. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was her, you know, PTSD reliving things. Right. And then she dies and then you're like, oh, she's going to wake up. And no, she's just dead there. Yeah. And then they like drag her body off and then throw her into a pit with a bunch of other Alice's. And they're like, ah, oh, we tried again. <laughs> Let's do it again. I was like, oh, that that's uh, it, that surprised me. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know what this is. And then it, mm-hmm. it I did not expect that. I thought it was a cool reveal as well because directly after that they're zoomed into the bodies and then as they like zoom in out you you see like it's a facility surrounded by zombies or in a desert and like this isn't the um location that we've seen before mm-hmm. in these films so far and if the desert's overrun then like it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it kind of sets up the world actually pretty well in in like 5 minutes. Yeah, and even shows you stuff like the laser grid from the the first movie that comes into play later. I love uh, that. But then immediately it's jarring, and it's like, cool, we're out in the desert now, and Alice gets captured by some really rough looking people. How many teeth did they have between them? <laughs> Probably less than ten. Yeah, because essentially, like, you're kind of introduced to Alice just kind of being badass on a motorcycle, just kind of roaming through the desert, and you get some cool action sequences where she, you know some people capture her and then she beats them up and there's a zombie dog fight and it's just i don't know it's just like action right like it's just action for the sake of action at that point um and then like yeah we meet the claire redfield's convoy has a bunch of people like and they're just kind of also driving through the desert for some reason Uh, everyone's in the desert ally larder yeah i know it was ally larder i was like oh i have faith I have yeah. faith in Allie Larder. Like, of past people that they've brought into the series, like the last movie, I was like, oh, oh, the acting's <laughs> not great. Uh, I don't like this. And then Allie Larder comes in. I was like, oh, this is, she is, she's good. She is a competent actress. Yeah. Did her job very well. Yeah. And she had probably the most lines in the, like, out of all of, like, the main. Yeah. Because Mila don't characters. talk much. No, she don't no. talk And so, <laughs> like, she got the most amount of lines. And, like, she, no, she was great. I'm like, I, Allie Larder's great. I like everything that she does. She's very underrated and she does a lot of like these B movies, but I, I appreciate her work. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really think- sad that her career like didn't take off after Obsessed. I don't know if y'all remember Obsessed, the movie with Is Beyonce. Is that the one with Beyonce? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know that with one. Beyonce and Idris Elba. I love yeah. that you thought that that would take her off. That you're like, <laughs> this is it. This is the kickstart to her career. She's going to be an A-lister now. On paper, that movie should be very middling, and it's it punches you, way above its weight. I it would take the absolute opposite take that it should have been more successful than it was because there's Beyonce, and it's like the jealous... Uh, anyway, I think it should have been better than it was, but anyway. And in my mind, it's like a Lifetime movie, and then it like punched up, and it's like, oh, this is actually a decent thriller that is not great by any means, but if it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. Sorry, that was a tangent. Noob, you had something to say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I was going to say, like, now that you've mentioned it, the acting, I would say, is a lot better in this one in general than in the first one. Like, yeah. I don't remember, like, majorly cringing at anything too much, um, yeah. like, acting-wise. Like, whereas in the first one, I feel like, 
wasn't it everything that Jill said? I was like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. The f- apocalypse. It's it's campy, but like not in a good way. Like it's yeah. it's a little campy in a good way, but then it's just a lot of like cringy badness in a lot of other ways. Where this one didn't have that problem. I felt like, but I guess. Would I have liked a little bit more camp? Either like you've got to like really mm. commit to like the horror or and like the thrill or you got to like commit to the campiness. And this kind of didn't do either a little bit for me. I feel like if if you had combined the previous movie, which was Resident Evil Apocalypse, and this movie, if you brought in the camp from the last one, but then brought in the set pieces from this one because our major complaint with the last one was that it had no set pieces that it was just like shooty mcshoot nothing's happening we're throwing grenades we're shooting zombies but there's no actually memorable moments right i feel like this movie had more memorable moments for sure where it was like oh there's a specific thing that's happening there's like crows flying around and it's weird like that was a, a thing that happened so i feel like yes but if you upped the interesting campiness in this one then it could have been better this is what if Mad Max was a bad movie. <laughs> kind of. It's got some Mad Max in it. Yeah, you got the convoy going. Yeah. 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 I'm I totally agree that. about the like the set pieces though. Like the crow scene where like the convoy is essentially getting overrun by zombie crows because the zombies the crows have been eating like zombie flesh. And so and that's what eventually brings <laughs> Alice <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Sorry. That's, Go ahead. Like that's what brings Alice to the convoy in the first place she sees the crows and she like sees that you know it's attacking a bunch of people and yeah then we lose people like Ashante Ashanti like she's you know she just dies because she doesn't do anything no I kind of hope I really I was kind of hopeful for like something for more from her um but then uh you you know you get to see okay so what Carlos from the last movie shows up and then LJ from the last movie shows up we kind of like you don't get to find out what happens to the other two. Oh well. Um, and then, uh, but the crow scene is like very cool. Like I like that's interesting. I mean, there's dumb people running around shooting at individual <laughs> crows, and I'm like, why are you shooting the crows? Yeah, oh, I have that in my notes. That is a yeah. part of my notes. Is like what there's like five thousand crows. Yeah, and you're shooting uh, like ten bullets up. What are you doing? How is this helping? No. I got married. I was like, oh my God, these idiots. (laughs) Think about it though. Like how would, how would you know how you'd react in that situation? I would curl up in a ball and die. That's what I would do. I would curl up in a ball and die. I would have done that like a year ago in this, in this universe. But anyway. (laughs) Also, Alice has telekinesis. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, We already knew this. Yeah. We knew knew that. I I forgot. I forgot (laughs) until I saw that. So I was raging all the way up until this point because, like, the entire scene setting the, like, movie up where she gets caught by these bandit people and then she just fights them. And I was like, yeah. what happened to her powers at the end of the last movie? Didn't she melt someone's, like, blood through all the orifices and stuff? <laughs> I was like, how have these idiots managed to catch her? Like, and, like, why are these idiots keeping zombie dogs why is like why does every bandit group go rapey and disgusting like literally almost immediately yeah like instantly the tropes begun and i was like this is so tropey like i feel i'll come back to this throughout (laughs) i feel like those are the people that survive though because they're just like we'll do anything and they just start killing people 
Whereas the people mm-hmm. who are like a little bit more reasonable are like, I'll trust these people. And then they get killed. So I'm like, I feel like it is reasonable that like the survivor ragtag groups would mostly be a little murdery and rapey. Ew. <laughs> Don't like it. I mean, bear in mind. Dark. Yeah. Like Claire Redfield's convoy started with 50 plus people and they ended up with enough people to fill a helicopter. So <laughs> I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I was happy they brought in Claire so, Redfield. Yeah. That's happening. And then the thing that we haven't really talked about is like the B plot, which is Dr. Isaacs, who is part of Umbrella, who is secretly trying to like do this Project Alice, which essentially is just trying to replicate Alice's telekinesis to be able to synthesize a cure. Is that in essence what he's trying to do? There's and like either get a cure or domesticate zombies. Yeah. One of the two. It's like both of those things. I think he wants to... I think he is like obsessed with like making the ultimate whatever, but also he's got these like corporate backers from Umbrella that want him to make domesticated zombies so that they can have free labor and an army, I think. <laughs> Wesker most- is there. Yeah. <laughs> Wesker but- is the head of the um, corporation that he's uh, doing these experiments for. And he's like, yeah. Just Which is like interesting. There? Yeah, yeah just I was present. like, I know this guy, <laughs> but he doesn't do anything. He's just there. It's an interesting like, look for like the head of like some CEO, like some company thing. He's just like in black leather with sunglasses in this yeah. board meeting. And I'm like, okay. That's him? Yeah. That's who that guy was? Yeah. I was like, who's the guy in this conference room, like you yeah. know, holographed into this conference room wearing sunglasses? This is Albert Wesker, the legendary Resident Evil villain. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for catching me up, guys. Oh my god, even there, he's like teleconferencing in in from Japan, the the headquarters Mm. of Umbrella Corp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. I I just know Lance Reddick is going to play him in the new Netflix series, and I'm very excited about that. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Um. One of one of my favorite scenes, because it was very memorable, is when he's trying to prove that he's domestica- domesticated yes. this zombie, and they give him a flip phone, and they're like, he, and that zombie is just like chilling there, and he's very happy. Like, he's very yeah. happy to be sitting yeah. there doing these tests, and he like holds the phone up to his ear, and it, it almost, I was like, I can't tell if he's, if he's like having fun, or if he's just like messing with them, or he's like, hee hee. <laughs> And they're like he knows what that is they're like here's a camera take a picture with the camera he takes a picture and then they give him like a kid's uh toy, toy yeah. where you have to put the shapes in the right hole and they're like oh my god he's doing it and then of course he promptly tries to eat their face off. <laughs> yeah like funniest scene down. funniest scene it was in funny. the movie yeah it, like, it was played very well by the zombie yeah. actor mm-hmm. whoever played that actor, that zombie <laughs> you did a good job with a very small amount of time I loved it. It was once again so tropey because the scientists immediately go, oh, well done. You've done it. You've solved it. it. You've created (laughs) domestication. And then the zombie's just like, instantly (laughs) tears them apart. And And then obviously the crazy scientist just leaves them in there as zombie fodder. Like... Sir Jorah took a dark turn. My goodness. (laughs) uh, I don't know what this guy's name is. But he's yep. played by the guy who played Sir Jorah. Ian Glenn. Thank I, you. I was just going to say, does anyone know this guy's name? Because I, I feel literally bad wrote just Sir Jorah all over my notes. <laughs> yeah, like I did. It's like Sir Jorah. And better Sir than mine. I wrote Scaly Man from The Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. He was at one point very scaly. You're right. 
Spoilers for Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> he got Minor scaly. Spoilers. He got scaly. Uh, yeah. So big crow confrontation. And that's when we start to like veer towards the conclusion. Like mm. nothing really happens. Nothing happens. A uh, noob, I'm forgetting something important. We missed some stuff. Oh, yeah. LJ okay. gets bitten while it's scouting about. Right. Which was um, also like, okay, sure. Like, so the- trophy. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he tell them that yeah. he was bitten? No How one did ever she tells not notice? They spent the night together. She yeah. would have noticed. Oh, by the way, I <laughs> wrote in my notes. Betty had a big chunk bitten out of his <laughs> out of his chest. Yeah, she probably would have noticed. Yeah, I wrote Betty, the worst medic. <laughs> she came in, <laughs> she came in, dabbed his head with cotton wool, left, and then they spent the night together. Still didn't notice that he was bitten and infected. And then she just <laughs> like, what's she doing? Yeah. Oh, she and the next training. Day, she needs more training. And the next day, he is like his eyes are sunken in. He's yeah. pale. He's, he's gray. All, like, he's, he's gray. Like he looks. He looks dead already. And no one's like, "Hey, what happened to LJ? Nothing. Is LJ okay? No. Everyone's like, "Meh. Everything's fine." Until he turns. <laughs> until the moment yeah, he turns. Yeah. They have no idea. They just Unlike hold that on dude to is like a dead corpse walking. Like, yeah. how do you not notice this? They hold. They held on to it, like him being alive up until the exact moment to make it the most dramatic for him to turn yes. and almost kill the other young girl. What? what a, yeah. What was her name? Walmart. I don't remember. Kmart. Kmart. Right. Oh my god. There's also one time it gets called out. They're in a vehicle and the guy's like, are you okay? And he's like, oh yeah, it's just that uh, sausage and beans. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, I look like that every time I eat sausage and beans. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, you're, you're, a, you're a British person. Um, <laughs> does Is that how you react when you have like a good old English breakfast? Every time. It always turns me gray. <laughs> that's, that's why they do it. <laughs> that's so why they didn't notice that he was a zombie it was clearly that <laughs> oh, dear. oh gosh I would like can we mention can we talk a bit more about kind of the crow scene um, yeah yeah because we've kind of skipped because like, I know things didn't happen but I like literally just watched the movie so right. they kind of happened in a sequence um, so like it, like the movie started out where we get some background about Claire. Also, Claire's from the games. Um, Claire yeah. Redfield. She doesn't really resemble Claire Redfield, in my opinion. Uh, she's in, like, Resident Evil 2. Um, doesn't look like her or necessarily act like, like her, in a, my opinion. I feel, like, I feel like she has a similar level of, like... I don't know. She's. I feel like she's fairly competent in the games. Yeah. Like, she knows what she's doing. Like, I feel like it, it wasn't, like... a completely different person but yeah it's not it's not like oh that's Claire Redfield if she didn't say her name you wouldn't be like oh that's Claire yeah you probably wouldn't know if she didn't if they didn't call her Claire so yeah yeah, that's that's a good point I mean I think in the game she's like I mean it's a different part of the story I guess in the games it's the beginning of the apocalypse and she's she's young and she's just looking for a brother and stuff so like it could easily just be that she's in a different part of her journey or whatever but I was like I just don't get like I feel like she should have maybe been a felt a bit more youthful or like I don't know yeah I didn't get Claire vibes but um, I feel like most of the time like they just kind of give people names in this thing that just you know just to name characters they don't necessarily resemble 
it's like it's Easter eggs. It's like there's <laughs> yeah. loads of little things that they take. Like uh, I wrote, um, so hold on, I'll I'll do the other bit first. So. <laughs> Uh, you are learning about this convoy that they've got full of survivors and they keep moving because the zombies catch up to them if they stay in one place for too long. Um, and we kind of get to see their story and then also we see Alice being alone and just trekking through the desert. And then eventually they kind of meet up and we also see the corporate side with Dr. Isaac like told separately. And then it's at the crow sequence that they kind of converge together um because dr isaacs is looking for alice and they notice like i was gonna say radiation that's not the word like it's science like, stuff y- yeah <laughs> they notice science is happening around alice and <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they kind of can find her by that and does she just happen across them i feel yeah. like she just um, happened to find them at the moment that the crows attacked she had like her radio playing constantly where they were like record like saying like hey this is Claire Con- oh. Claire Redfield's convoy anyone survivors whatever and so she constantly had that on her radio but she fell asleep at one night and she accidentally like telekinetically levitated all of her all the rocks and her motorcycle around her and then that's why she lost her motorcycle right like, what did you not see that? That happened. No. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It She's did. sleeping at night. She has like a dream and stuff, and she and so that's why she ends up on foot. Um, she because, telekineted her motorcycle away from her to the point where she couldn't find it. No, like it, she levitated up off the ground and then it landed and destroyed what? because when like it, she stumbled <laughs> away. Yeah. Did we watch a TV cut again, Katie? I don't know. <laughs> I have no recollection of this. Yeah, yeah, it's a very small scene. Tell it's a me very more, small Travis. Scene. Tell me more. It, literally, that's it. She's sleeping. She's having some bad dreams, and then the rock. She's you know kind of twitching, and like the rocks around her are kind of floating, you know. And then all of a sudden, you realize she's picked up her motorcycle, and then it's she startles awake. She's it slams down on the ground. So she's like, "Fuck, well, I got no motorcycle." Yeah. So then she's just on foot, and then that's how she ends up stumbling upon them when the crows are. She sees the crows. And then that's how kind of she's like, well, what's happening over there? And she just like makes her way that way. Yeah. And that's um, that's how they first get onto us because they they felt the science of that. Boom. Right. Like, oh, my God. That is. Yeah. The, that's the official scientific. They, terms found, of what they felt the science of her <laughs> dropping her motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's how they first started finding it. Um, I forgot that it was a motorbike, though. That's so true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But before that, I'm sorry to keep going backwards, but in my notes, um, when she, I think it was when she first came out of that bandit house and she'd like stabbed a zombie against the wall or something and you first see a crow um, yes. eating its eye out and I wrote, oh. Max, a crow eating a zombie's eye because I was like, that's a cool callback to the games, like the crows in the first game. Right. Um, and I was like, I like that. And then the entire crow scene happened, and then I wrote Min the crows. <laughs> <laughs> the crows. I was waiting for more words. <laughs> just the crows. The crows. Yeah. The crows. Yeah, I just wanted to dissect that scene a bit because it's so strange. Um, yeah. I like the individual. I love the first crow with the zombie eyes. It was really cool. But did you guys not think the digital effects were just awful? Like. I I did not okay based on the Resident Evil movies that we had seen up to this point 
I have very low CGI expectations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is on par. Like I it didn't it didn't stand out to me as okay. particularly bad. But I, I can didn't tell notice. I think I can tell you why. It's because I think up to this point I was very um impressed with the practical effects they'd been doing. They're, they're practical yeah. their practical effects I think are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like throughout. But- like the nemesis in the last one and the nemesis in this one, I was like, oh, they look great. A lot of ex- except for the CGI parts. Like right. when, when it unleashes CGI elements of the nemesis, mm. I'm like, oh, that looks terrible. Mm. But everything mm. practical, I think, lo- looks very good. Mm-hmm. Whatever issues I had were related to the edit itself. I found like the the fight scenes were so tightly edited, they would not stay on a single element in a fight scene for more than one second. Yeah, yeah. Really? really? just Similar to the last re- movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Bugged me so hard. Eee, um, but the budgets funny. of this one... The budget of this one and the budget of the last one are about the same. So in my mind, I was like, they're both forty-five million dollar budgets to put together. So I was like, oh, then that means like they're about on par. I I I agree with Katie that like, spoiler for later, Tyrant, the monster that Doctor Isaac turns into or Doctor Isaac's turns into, um, his little tentacle hands uh, when they came uh. out, terrible. Oh. <laughs> but beyond that, everything else kind of was fine. Oh, okay. Okay. Terrible. So bad. Yeah. Is that I was like, going to bring that up. He looks great. And then he shot those tentacles out. I was like, oh, no, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and also, in. she had practical effect tentacles on around her neck, I think. I and think so, so they looked okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was like a mixture. I think, like, maybe I made a mistake. The version that I rented was like the Ultra HD version. So that might have made it oh, even no. more worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally I right. watching the Ultra HD version. So that's probably the it. The yeah. greener, the better. Those pros probably look terrible. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I just blanketed over it in my brain. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what I expect. <laughs> the but, pros um, are 480p. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, like I just wrote a lot of notes during that scene. Like I was like, um oh so when Betty dies in this scene, yeah. I was like laughing so hard. Did you see? So like she kinda sacrificed well, she's already bitten by all the crows, but she kinda gets left behind and she like closes the doll dramatic and all the crows like swoop down on her and then her face is just squashed against the window and she just slowly slides down and I was like, What is this? You know she did twelve oh. takes of that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which would be fine if everything else was a little campier. Yeah. Then it'd right. be like, oh, it would have fit the tone. But it, right. yeah. it was just kind of like out of place a little. Yeah, bit. like it the ultra so dramatics, bizarre. like sliding yeah. down the screen. It's just like okay, okay. Yeah, exactly like yeah. that. <laughs> but um, I think the the other thing, I think the last thing that I had to say about that was you already brought up just the way they were shooting at the crows. Yeah, it's just dumb. <laughs> Brilliant plan. Oh, it was so funny. They eventually brought out the flamethrower once, like, about 10 people had already died. (laughs) And then, like, Go ahead, Jacob. No, I'm. I'm. I got another. Question. Oh, I was Go just saying. I mean, it's very cool that like when Alice came, she like uses the fire telekinetically mm-hmm. to like burn all the crows up, which I thought was like a very interesting. Like Katie said, set pieces, right? Like mm-hmm. it just that is a moment that happened in this movie that I actually quite liked. It was like, oh, this is cool. But I think my, overall, this movie just kind of goes from like 
it maybe it overdoes the set pieces. It's like we go from this set piece to this yeah. set piece and it's there's just nothing big, in between. Right. And there's no character growth. There's no. no real like draw. We're just we're suddenly supposed to just go to Alaska because apparently that's where survivors are and there's no infection. <laughs> and so we just want to go to Alaska, but we have to go to Vegas first to get some supplies. And that's where everyone dies. So like, <laughs> it's like does it really, I don't know. It's just there's this weird like we just go from big fight scene to big fight scene. And nothing really happens except for at the very beginning and very end of this movie. I feel like they wrote themselves into a bit of a writing corner as well, because by making us so powerful, how do they then justify some of the things that happen? Because why didn't she just stop them with these powers that she's got? She gets a little headache. Noob, I have your answer. It's military satellites. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh yeah, that's what's happened. They just shut her down. Yeah, the amount of times I wrote the F word in my notes this week uh, is is a lot, uh, and I just wrote military satellites, WTF. So, tr- can someone explain to me wh- why she gets stopped by a military satellite? I don't understand. She's been avoiding military satellites this whole time because she okay. So she tells Carlos when she finally sees him again that like he's like, "Why'd you leave?" And she's like. It was dangerous. They were tracking me. I found, I broke into an umbrella facility, got some military, their satellite information. And I've been avoiding their satellites this whole time because apparently they have remote control of her. So like they can just like press a button and turn her on. But the yeah, satellites, how? the satellites have Why? to be lined up. I don't know. <laughs> I think I it's know. similar. They had some control over Nemesis as well, didn't they? In the right. previous film, they could be like, right, you are targeting stars members. So I think because she's a project, they've got something implanted in her or something where they can somehow control something (laughs) right they can just kind of press a button and do whatever like at the end of the last movie he had the option to like well do you want me to stop her and then isaac was like no just let her go like Mm -hmm. he wanted to like let her do her thing that was probably a mistake on his part but like he because now he wants her back clearly but um yeah she starts avoiding the satellites apparently you know the satellites can control her I don't know how. I'm glad there's no explanation because I was just like, why? Yeah. And I understand it, but why? She's just a robot. Yeah, just for the reasons that we said that they'd back themselves into a corner, <laughs> basically. They needed a moment so that all of the other people could die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, she'd save them all. Yeah. <laughs> so the end is like, not. I'm not going directly to the end, but the end is like, go to Vegas because they need supplies. Yeah. Then realize they need a chopper. But then she fights Isaacs, right? Is that kind of the chronology of things? I might have drifted away for part of this movie, as I tend to with bad movies. <laughs> there's not, bad. there's not much happening in between there. No, there um, really I isn't. thought, I thought going to a over like a sand drifted over Vegas was a cool set. Yeah. I was like, oh, mm. that's a cool idea because there's a lot of crazy. Sh- you go down that strip, there's a lot of crazy stuff. You, you know, you have a lot of different environments you can play with. You can play with the Eiffel Tower. Like, mm-hmm. when can you do that? Like, in no, a desert. Can't. Yeah. When you go to a post-apocalyptic Vegas. I was like, oh, shit, we're in Vegas. This is awesome. That's a cool idea. Blade Runner 2049 did it very well. Really? So I was like, oh, okay. I never watched that. Yeah, yeah, that movie is phenomenal. And then they have some great scenes in, like, post-apocalyptic Vegas. So would recommend you watch that. That is the good version of that. This is the bad version of that. <laughs> I was going to say it like while you're talking, I was going to say, yeah, I think they used it well. Like I loved what they did with the Eiffel Tower and stuff. 
But then I was thinking, what else did they do? Nothing. Yeah, they could have done so much more. There was so right. much. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Especially if they like they pan out and you see the whole strip and you're like, oh my yes. god, there's so much to play with. And yes. then they pick like two things to play with, and like they really just kind of run around sand and vehicles and like a couple windows. Like Which there's could be really like not- a budget issue. Like I mean, For sure. that's a lot of money to do to those do. things. Yeah, but still, that's it true. was like, but you you teased all this stuff and you gave us like this crazy playground to do all this fun stuff, and then you did like one thing and also like they were all afraid to go to vegas because it's a big city but like it's not like that everyone's dead (laughs) it's sanded (laughs) over the only reason zombies attack is because isaac's like lets them loose like it's not like you know i was like why didn't you go to vegas a long time ago and check this place out and see that there was like nothing here and also vegas isn't like new york where you're like oh there's gonna be these pockets of of zombies in all these places and there's all of these like alleys and like places where they could be hidden and like danger spots you have to avoid it's a desert yeah with a few big buildings like it's not mm-hmm. like and you're already a convoy in the desert it's not like you're like oh now we're stuck in the middle of the city and what are we gonna do like no you just you just go down through the desert and you i leave. mean th- they were right to not go there because everyone died but also <laughs> like it wasn't for the reasons that they thought it was yeah. going to be for, right? So. Yeah. Um, they obviously, they didn't plan to take the chopper because they didn't know the chopper was going to be there. That was like a, a change in the plan. Because enough also, people died that they could fit on a chopper. Yeah. Like Alice immediately says, Wait, I didn't shoot that down because I'm taking, we're going to take the chopper. But then it was also like, how do you know that everybody else died? That there's like... Yeah, are you, you going to leave people behind? Because as far <laughs> you as you know, to. we've got a convoy full of people. <laughs> there was like but, maybe seven or eight people left at the end of that whole Vegas scene, and really, like, it was just the main characters, honestly. And Other the than, kids, like, LJ. Yeah, and the kids. Oh yeah, this is the scene where LJ dies, right? Because yeah. um, it's all dramatic. Like, Alice is going around slitting throats of zombies. Like, yeah. why is she slitting the throats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exciting. But she didn't chop off their heads. And she no. has, like, a big, like, uh, kukri knife. Like, she's got a big curved knife where she can easily just chop people's heads yeah, off. Yeah, she's got two. And, but no, two she just them. uses the tip. And she just just slits her throats. But I'm like, but they, it's a zombie. You know better down. than this, Alice. Like, what are you doing? It's strange. But, um, and then... Like, it ends up so many people have died and they're trying to protect the kids and stuff. And then, like, so I don't know if we're supposed to like the Kmart girl, but she's very, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're like, oh, no, not Kmart. Like, nobody cares. I'm sorry. But nobody cares. Yeah, because every time something happens, they're like, everybody keep quiet. And then, like, she'll make a noise or, like, she'll, she'll run off screaming and it's like... Shut up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you were gonna have like a teenager character, why not keep Angela? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why am I supposed to care about new teenage girl? Like, there's no even like to have her continue on from, you know, like keep her alive because she is, uh, the cure works enough that like she is able to survive. Blah blah blah. Like, there's just no. She was such a driving force for the last movie for like mm-hmm. protecting her. It would have been, it's just weird to me that then suddenly she's replaced with this other girl, you know, like who didn't, wasn't really integral to the, to the plot at all. She could have just been any regular girl. Right. So, so I don't know, it was just interesting. Like even after Carlos gets bitten and then 
um, in order for them to get the helicopter, he pretty much like takes a tanker truck into like the facility that we saw at the beginning of the movie um, into like this horde of zombies and explodes it and dies. Um, And that way they can all run in and get onto the chopper. Um, And then so like Claire Redfield and you know, Kmart and the other kids and stuff, they all take off on a chopper and we never see them again. And then Alice goes into this facility to try to, you know, essentially, you know, beat up Dr. Isaacs or like stop him or do whatever. But like, she's like, yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I don't know. She she decides to stick around. Mm-hmm. One thing we missed is that, um, like Dr. Isaacs was there in Vegas and um, she went charging after him and like it was his helicopter and then as he was running to get on the helicopter he got bitten right yes um so at this point he's hidden in his facility but he's bitten as well yeah um, and he takes a bunch of like the oh, antivirus so much. like he yeah. just keeps taking it he just <laughs> wants it so bad and then like it turns him into a giant weird monster thing which i don't know the name of the monster would you say tyrant T- tyrant? tyrant sure yeah yeah, I was actually cool. looking this up. He's um he's basically would this be the one from the first game? Um he's like I thought it a was lot the of third these game. third game's but I'm nemesis. Not sure. Um Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think basically the first game ends with Tyrant and then Mr. X is also a version of Tyrant and he mutates into Interesting. And are they all tyrants? Or are they the, all Are they I think all them, like, different I think tyrants? Them, yeah, I think Nemesis is a version of a tyrant as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so they say that there, it's a it's a code name of a series of boss characters yes. from Resident Evil um, that includes uh, Mister X as well. Yeah, interesting. It's like I think Mister X is like mutation later is um, he turns into more looking like this. So as I was watching, I was trying to figure out like if he was supposed to be based on a character in a game like. As in Dr. Isaacs before he changes and stuff. Because I was like, is he supposed to be uh, Birkin? But then we've already had Birkin in the previous film, I think. Um, so I just think it's the whole Easter egg thing where instead of having a coherent story from the game, they just yeah. take <laughs> names and monsters and stuff and make their own story with it. Pretty um, much. But I was like, I was a bit hyped. I was like, he's a tyrant. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Except they don't normally have tentacles, I don't think. Well, I wrote uh, in. They did in the one. There was something. I feel like. I feel like Nemesis had. I think. Things. Yeah, Nemesis is sometimes. The, yeah, so he's the technically one, but the mm-hmm. like other tyrants have like claws. I think like big, massive, fingery claw things. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. But, they have almost like um, uh, Wolverine kind of yeah. claws. They look like them, but obviously aren't as hard as uh, his adamantium claws. Wow, yeah. Jacob, you're really trying to impress me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob like quickly read a Wikipedia page about X-Men stuff and is like trying any way to include it in here. Bro, adamantium is is an element I can talk about all day. He healed himself too. He he actually was like Wolverine. This was low-key an X-Men movie. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Here he goes again. I did write in capital letters, boss fight incoming. (laughs) <laughs> i was really excited i was like get in yeah and i then, thought that boss fight was not great no i don't know i liked the look of like i like the i like the practical effect look of um when once he had turned into a monster i was like he looks great mm-hmm. i feel like the fight didn't do anything was there a like, fight 
Not really. He tried to strangle her with the tentacles. It was very short. She cut them off and then she killed him. But like there was like a cool like, little oh, like moment that, where she like she oh, like something. telekinetically like pushed against it and there was like the the floorboards kind of all broke up as yes. in, like the blast and that was cool. That was cool. I like that because it was just the floorboards kind of like exploding. I liked it, but a real control ass thingamabob. Yeah, yeah, a little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. That's we also. It was cool. It was cool. We also missed something else that, like, just after he changed, I think she like came into contact with one of our own clones. Um, she got oh, burst yeah. out of her little womb thing. <laughs> yeah, like their weird little like water bubble that they're like the clones are floating in, and she yeah. like found one of her clones, and then it like promptly died in her arms. It died in her arms. I was yeah. like, I actually wrote, where is it? Oh, I've lost it. Something about. Oh, okay. Watching your clone die is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's so sad. That's a but, rough day. Yeah. But give me the order. Of, essentially, that Alice dies, and then real Alice goes to the laser grid, like mm-hmm. draws him there, and then clone Alice ha- like comes back to life. Uh-huh. And I think then, it was like, just another one. Right? No, I There's think it was the same one. one. It was the same one. Oh. She, yeah. didn't she didn't actually it, she die. undied. It yeah. flashed back to her, like, <laughs> rising from underneath the coat yeah. that she'd put on top of yes. her. <laughs> Resurrected. So he gets shredded by the, the laser grid again. Mm-hmm. Someone else gets shredded by it. And then the movie kind of closes with her seeing the army of clones that are just in this facility ready to be birthed. And there's a there's a Wesker thing too, but that's that's essentially it. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's such a bad idea. Okay, you make a few at a time. Why are you making an army of them when you're already terrified that she's going to come back and kill you? Like as the scientist, <laughs> you're like, oh, she is an unstoppable killing machine that can kill us with our with her mind. She can make blood <laughs> pour out of her eyes. Let's make a ton of them. <laughs> and just store them, and I'm sure nothing bad will ever happen. Nothing yeah. bad will come of that. Nothing. Like, I'm sorry. Throughout all of these movies, these scientists are are just make terrible decisions constantly. I don't understand. <laughs> Very much go. so. Um, fuck, I've forgotten again what I was saying. You can cut this out as well. It all was- I'm going to say is uh, the reason they did it is some accountant somewhere said, marginal production cost goes down when we make all of them. So let- why don't we just do it all at once? <laughs> Sorry, you one know what pers- you're accounting right person actually is- there's an accounting listener who's just like <laughs> good joke <laughs> no, you're right actually bulk you know bulk production is is far cheaper than doing a, mm-hmm. one or two at a time yeah. you know when Never mistakes mind. like this are made those are the reasons why budget man you know budgets yeah. fail everything <laughs> movies uh umbrella corporation <laughs> happens to the best of us something what i didn't understand earlier on was that um the scientist was like, we need the original Alice, but isn't a clone like exactly the same? Yeah, the same? The yeah. exact so, same? They what? don't clarify it. They don't clarify why. Like, clearly she is special in some way, but they do not clarify why she is special. And like, he keeps waking up these clones to have them go through this trial and they like immediately die. But like, what is his, what is he trying to do? Like I just I don't understand he's what trying he's trying to get like the best serum 
I guess, like whatever, like cure serum. Because then they're like, oh, when she dies, we have to get in there real fast because we have to get her blood while it's still warm to right. make this serum. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't well, I mean, understand the science. That made sense to me, actually. Weirdly really? enough. That like, it's it's like the nature versus nurture thing of like, oh, not I that see. Exact. It's not that. I mean, that, your cells like, do die. Like once there's no like oxygen stuff, yeah, your cells would die. So I guess. No, but more like, are, are we talking about how like the trial the essentially trial? is the thing that activates like the, oh, the thing that's needed for the serum? Maybe. That, like it's not just her DNA. It's actually the, the trial that you went through that cause some mm, kind the of act of like the actions that she is taking whether it's fighting or the adrenaline or something like unlocks. why am i justifying this yeah. movie? <laughs> oh, no. thank you you're, jacob you're totally right though i think that's right because also um dr isaac's turned into the tyrant after he'd been shot like right. he was like you're fired oh. and then no just die <laughs> boom like right yeah do you think you're cool or something like what does that even mean <laughs> they do not care about their personnel at all here he just no. lets those lab assistants no. die with that the domesticated one from the last one they don't yeah. care about if they kill any of their own people yeah it Why doesn't do people really work there like, yeah. I mean, like i'm not getting get a job here <laughs> yeah i'm sure they have great benefits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dental is just top tier yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. paramedical is hard to find yeah. in the apocalypse. oh my god <laughs> yeah uh, and and so the end to me is Wesker like says to his umbrella folks that hey North America's lost and that's the movie right he has yeah. a meeting and says hey sorry and Alice like break like you know like hijacks the meeting and says like I'm gonna come get you with my army of clones and that's like the movie which I actually really like the ending like, I thought that was hype <laughs> yeah I know it was like I when every single time one of these movies ends I finish it going like that was fine. But then the movie just hypes me for the next one. And I'm like, I want to watch the next one. And like, this was a good ending. Like the buildup to her saying that. And then like her with her clone and they have like this entire army of them. I'm just like, show me that. That's what I want. If this had been the last movie, I think I would be on board with you. But I feel like I've been failed too many times <laughs> at this point. Whereas the first movie, I, I said the same thing. I'm like, she's in the street. She's got a shotgun. Let's go. Second movie, I was like, oh, she busted out of this lab and killed everybody. Let's go. And this time I'm like, yeah, all right. Fine. <laughs> yeah. There's not going to be I any guess. clones on that. I'm tricked. I'm tricked every no, time. No, there's going to be no clones. There's going to yeah. be like, this will be nothing. It'll be like, she, she's now in Europe somewhere by herself or something. Yeah. Like, there's going to be no connection whatsoever. The, the movie opened. She's in a cat cafe in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would watch that. <laughs> that I would watch. So maybe That's I just I want. went 180 on it. Oh <laughs> um, hey, we we had thoughts about the movie, but you know who else has thoughts? The internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go to a segment that we call Critical Hits. It is a segment where we read off choice user reviews from Metacritic.com. Uh, I'm going to throw the first one on this one to uh, my friend Travis okay. uh, because I want him to read this one. Okay. This one's a 10 from Jake Jacob Jord. It says... Good, 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 good. That's it. And this happened like September 18th, 2021. This was literally like a couple months ago. I have so many questions. Oh my God. I don't think we're going to get answers, unfortunately. No. But I don't know. Katie, do you want to read this second one? From Akshat Mahajan. Yeah, they gave it a four, uh, November 8th, 2020. 
I didn't enjoy this movie as much as first two. The movie's start was totally confusing and different from where a second ended. We, we, we just leave out words for brevity's sake, apparently. <laughs> there was nothing about where the second actress was. <laughs> you could say like, Jill. Jill. The second <laughs> actress. Like, I get you not don't... saying the actress's name if you just don't remember, but like you couldn't say there was nothing about where Jill was. Anyway, there was nothing about where the second actress was. They didn't make a proper follow-up. Casting and acting was okay. Plot was also <laughs> like okay. Not that great. Both horror and jump elements were nil. There was nothing that I liked about this movie. Just enjoyed it for some, some seconds. <laughs> I will say, I kind of agree about the both horror and jump elements were nil. It didn't no. feel much like a horror film. It's not where a movie. The first it's an one, movie. The first yeah. Resident Evil movie is actually like a really fun yes. horror film. That has and the second elements, one, absolutely. Yes, the second one has is more action-y, and this one is like, it almost does away with almost all the, there's a few tense moments, but really it's it's all action, yeah. which I was kind of surprised by. I was like, this isn't very horror-y. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which, uh, the games kind of do one. that, don't they, though, as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does away yeah, with the, like, Yeah, they pick their eerie... spots going back and forth from horror to action, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read off the third one here. It's from Spadents. Spadanks? Spadanks. It's a zero out of ten. Oy. I tried to like it. I really did. I'm a fan of the video game series, but it's just trash. There is so little of plot to it that the entire film consists of really dragged on action sequences that are extremely boring. The acting is terrible. It has no excitement in it whatsoever. The series needs to end because this film proves that it's down and out. Your your (laughs) review bro voice makes me shrink into myself. (laughs) And I'm like, oh no, it's happening again. <laughs> this movie needed more male leads because oh. men are better. Oh, oh no. Uh, noob, do you want to jump Although, in on this fourth uh, Spidanks, one? Spidanks basically agrees with you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I have a more nuanced take. Oh, also, sure. I'm not a misogynist. This is not misogynistic, but my, my voice is obviously a huge misogynist. <laughs> this guy doesn't like women. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Noob, do you want to jump in on this fourth one here? Okay. Um this one is a nine by Bus B Fran. Uh Resident Evil Extinction, so showcases what a couple of previous mediocre sequels can create. <laughs> a creation of near perfection. Wow. Extinction <laughs> definitely draws from its strengths to make the best in the series so far. The smart cast and well-played leads will have you gasping for the next installment. Wow. Re- <laughs> Resident Evil reinsures us that this is to this is to go to zombie blockbuster. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh <my> words, <laughs> words are hard sometimes. Um, yeah, and this, this true. person struck you you read it as written. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. we always try to. <laughs> Sometimes I do speak like this. That wasn't my fault this time. <laughs> Not your fault. Bad review. Uh, Travis, do you want All to right. jump in on Meth Dude? Meth Dude gives it a five. Says Resident Evil franchise is just getting worse. This is the worst Resident Evil movie they made in date. Bad action, cheap, cheaper zombies than ever, and the CGI is worse than the Resident worst of the Resident Evil franchise. I do not recommend. <laughs> 
I don't think they remember the liquor from the first one. <laughs> okay. Katie, uh, I don't know how you feel about uh, giving this one to, to Noob because of the name of the person <laughs> reviewing it. You know what? I'm the Noob should be read by Noob. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. This one is a zero from I'm the Noob. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I promise. <laughs> With a handful of long tracking shots and poor attempts at character building that ultimately go nowhere, Extinction tries to take a clearly stretched thin budget and turn it into something that just isn't capable of being. (laughs) Having to deal (laughs) with an incohesive story that tries to blend three storylines at once simply doesn't work. It's a mess and Extinction will always be the worst film in the franchise to me. Interesting. Mm. I mean, mean, it was well written. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, literally. Hopefully, it's nothing but good from here on out for the Resident Evil movies. I've been promising this for for a long time, so I don't know. Are these? Are there five of them or six of them? I think there's six. The six. Oh, yeah. We're halfway there. Right. They they get they change though. Like so, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys felt it, but this one just felt a lot different to the previous two. Oh, totally different. That happens again for the next three. They're all very different. (laughs) So, like, you cannot predict whether you... I mean, you're probably not going to like them, but at least it's a new flavor of dislike. That's half half the fun of it. You don't know where you're going to go with it. I have no idea what I'm getting every time. It's 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 kind of exciting. Yeah, it's a thrill. Russian roulette. But, like, all of the... They're all (laughs) bullets. Which one is going to kill you? (laughs) Which one is going to kill you? Uh, we're going to move on now to a segment called Min Max. It's the segment where we tell you about the good Max and the not-so-good Min that we haven't covered yet. Noob, I know that you already talked about some Mins and Maxes, uh, but I want to give you the floor first to talk about any additional Mins and Maxes you have. Mm, okay. I feel like I might need some more time, you know? I already kind of used my crawl one. <laughs> um, do you guys want to go while I like find another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ring through my two pages of notes. I, I can go. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Katie? Sure. Um, Okay, my min is basically my main issue with the whole movie is that there are two main plot lines happening and but neither one really has like a clear defined goal. Like -hmm. they're both just kind of like meandering and like the whole time I'm like, what are we doing? What's the plan? What's the point of any of this? Like, yes, the convoy is like, we're going to go to Alaska, but it's still not very defined. They're like, we're going to make our way there, but they're already making their way somewhere. And then Alice is just, for the most part, just wandering. And then is like, oh, I'm going to kill, try and kill this guy. But it's like, but nothing was happening for most of the movie. Like, nobody had a plan. There wasn't any... You're just surviving. Happening. Yeah, which is fine if you're going to like really lean into that, but they didn't. It was just I like, think if you're going to do just surviving, then you need to have like character growth. Yes, which there's nothing happening. So like right. there's action set pieces and in between nothing's happening. I don't know what the goal is. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what anyone's intention is. And that was my main issue with the whole movie. It's quite funny because when I think about it, there's a season, like I think it's a half a season in The Walking Dead where... Like one thing's just finished and the next thing isn't happening yet and they're just on the road. And yes. that is often considered by fans to be quite weak. I so love that must, season. I do it's as well. It's the one between the prison and um, yeah. the next and one afterwards. I love yeah. that season because every episode is a little character story for yeah. every single one of those groups. I, I love like that, that section. Too. Yeah. But yeah, a so lot of consensus. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the internet consensus that I read was that a lot of people weren't so much a fan of that either mm-hmm. because I think people like to have a direction and like you say, this is kind of the mid thing where like, what were they doing? Just surviving. Yeah. I like wandering around if you're like delving into characters, but obviously we're not doing mm-hmm. that. It is a hour and a half Resident Evil movie. That's not going to yeah. happen. So I'm like, just give me a purpose. Like what's going on? So that's my min. Um, my max is that Mila feels like she is finally dressed appropriately. <laughs> she, I was like, oh, I'm like, her costume is awesome. It's yeah. still like a little sexy because she's got like some like thick stocking things with like a garter. But like it, that's not the focus. Like that's like if you like look, you notice you're like, oh, she's got like a garter on. But like. It's not like she's hot and sexy in the desert with her garter belt on. Like, that's not the point. Like, no, she is like in layers. She is in very appropriate layers for the desert where it's cold at night and it's hot in the day and she can adjust appropriately. She's got holsters. (laughs) I'm like, yes, Mila is well-dressed for a Resident Evil movie and I really appreciated it. (laughs) I like that. I can go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so mine are, I, I don't know which one's a min and which one's a max. <laughs> um, I think my max is the most prominent product placement of this movie. Do y'all know who got the product deal for this movie? Pepsi? No. No. Uh, it's Sony. No, uh, Sony got the product deal for this one. Oh. Okay. So there was a Sony computer and there was also a Sony like uh, audio device as well. So to me, like there was a Vio computer. There's another Sony device. Sony got the, the deal for this one. My and second I, I option just know. was Nestle. Nestle was my second option. <laughs> there was a, a lid what? of a container on the ground that had Nestle on it. But anyway, hmm. as you were. I didn't notice that one. You know, there's people at... and I, There are people at like the Hollywood talent agencies that their entire job is basically working on these product placements. And I just want to talk to one of these people. Please. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. I want to meet these people. Uh, that's my max. My min is the guy who uh, has the ability to shake a can and know what is inside of it because that is the least useful skill that you can ever have. I don't know, man. I, Do you remember I disagree. That? He yeah. was like, it's pork and beans. It's some kind of fruit. What? Okay, no. but you're in the desert and that's all you have to eat. And you're like, which open one am I going to open it? And once you open it, you have to eat it though because you're in the desert and you can't waste any food. And what if you didn't want And you're like, oh, I didn't really want that thing. You're like, yeah, oh, I need more protein. It, and he says like, here's here's your, fr- or it's fruit. Someone's not going to refuse it. Like, what is that information? No, but if you're picking for? it, if you're picking it for yourself and you go, I want some <laughs> fruit. Like, I feel like my body needs pork and beans i need protein like you can you can pick there are the one. two options pork and beans or fruit there was one there was one other thing that was not dog good. food i forget dog, dog food. food yes but i think that was a joke but you can avoid the dog food if you're skilled at that i don't know <laughs> i i disagree i think it's a very useful skill in the apocalypse yeah oh i just God. feel like you know you could juggle you could ha- whistle with your fingers Dude, or you th- could have they got, the they got 50 people hands. not a lot of them some of them are going to be useless they Fair. exist Fair. out there. Some of these people are not going to have a, a utility to them. They're just along it's not for the like ride. we're watching Ali Larder's Heroes, and no. everyone has a useful power. No, <laughs> that's his skill. Take it or leave it. That's his skill. Those are my mm. things. Oh my uh, I don't know, Noob or Travis. You're up. My max is the fact that 
I love that laser hallway so much. (laughs) And anytime we return to that laser hallway, that's that original laser hallway scene. I will die on this hill. It is iconic. And anytime we return to that laser hallway, I love it. And the we fact came back that it to it multiple times we came back to it multiple times but also it was used at the end mm-hmm. to like make like to finish off like it was good foreshadowing at the beginning and then it was used again and i just anytime this series uses that laser room i love it so the max is laser room um my min would be i really feel like the majority of this movie mila was underused in terms of like character it wasn't yes. until she was in the basement of this facility and talking to the creepy AI girl again <laughs> that she showed any ounce of character. She yeah. was like kind of she like she says she's like, oh, yeah, like I, I met your sister. She was a homicidal bitch. And then she like um, I love, she yes. I yeah, love that. it's a good line. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the uh, the AI, the the white queen or whatever she's supposed to be. She's like, oh, good luck. And then like. Mila just gives this look like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> like she just gives this look, but she didn't show any of that personality throughout this I entire totally movie. And yeah. she had that kind of personality in the second one. I felt yeah. like she was kind of a little sassy. She didn't put up with anything. Like the first one, she was amnesiac for a little bit. Um, but like she gets there. This one, she just felt mopey for like a good chunk of this movie. And it wasn't, she wasn't fun. And so I liked, as soon as she got into that basement, she was fun again. I would have liked more of that. Yeah, I completely agree that that yeah. is a, an asset that they completely underutilized. Yeah. And you're not doing anything else interesting. So like, yeah. it's not like, like, no, we spent all this time over here where it was better. Like, no, you could have done a lot of stuff with her. She could have been sassy the entire time and I would have been cool with that. Yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> Do something. I'm fine. It's something. I'm fine, yeah. Or if she's sad, then have her go through some sort of, I don't know, realizing she needs people storyline yeah. or something you know moment. Yeah. some sort of character growth for her to then become this sassy person again but she just didn't have any character at the beginning most of this movie so like i would have liked more of that and so that's probably my min she was under underserved underdeveloped mm-hmm. mm. a very good point mm-hmm all right should i start with my min so yes. I can end on the mic? <laughs> yes <laughs> so I've kind of already brought this one up, but I think my min is going to be the, like, it just feels like Resident Evil in name, but it doesn't actually feel like Resident Evil Mm -hmm. at all. Like, I can totally understand why fans of the game don't like it, and I don't think I recommend it to them. (laughs) Um, The fact that, yeah, they just, they name the characters after some of the characters in the games, but don't really resemble them um like doing the tyrant was fun but also this tyrant was like talking and i was like shut up <laughs> you're, you're making yourself less scary here like stop talking yeah. <laughs> um and yeah like there wasn't a like i was like this is so hype they're doing a boss fight and they didn't and i was like oh this is a video game movie do a yeah. boss fight at the end um, totally. Not to take away the laser room from you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like the crows again, that's definitely like little elements that they've picked out, but they they do them in a different context in the films and I'm not entirely sure that I like the way they do it. Um, but if you can separate the different mediums and just understand that it's based on, then it's easier to digest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
and my max is and my max is 30 so right i went into this with like no expectations because i'd went into apocalypse thinking <laughs> remembering i'd really liked the movie and then i was like what is this um, so this time I'd only seen this once before and I couldn't remember like anything about it except desert. So because I went in with such like low expectations, I actually really enjoyed watching this one. <laughs> and um, like what I liked, like the first two movies was about, um, there was always this element of containment with either it started off in the facility and then it started off in the city. But this mm-hmm. one is like, that's all gone now. It's just apocalypse everywhere so i like that um and another thing that i like oops about that whole thing is that when now that i know because i've seen the next films more than i've seen this one and now that i know some of the things that are coming up i've now seen the setup for some of that um, and it makes what happens later in my opinion make more sense um yeah I, so I know where you're of, going with it, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, yeah, yeah. to see, like, it, I like it the feels seeds more that were cohesive. Planted here. Yeah. Yes, There's exactly. seeds that were planted here. It's like you have to just ignore that two happened, and you could literally have a five-movie series here if you ignore two a little bit. Like, or mm-hmm. just, like, because you just the way two flows to three just doesn't work. But, like, I feel like the next ones work in like like in sequence a little bit more and like the seed there's seeds that are planted in this one that kind of work in the overall scope exactly yeah so it makes me excited yeah like i think like you say compared to like from the previous one to this one like i'm like oh i know i know why they're doing this now so i'm like oh i'm excited to see like how that all ties together like movie wise but story wise i kind of know so mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what you guys think basically yes. as well like things don't just come out of nowhere as much as i thought they did when i saw the other films <laughs> in the cinema <laughs> well i mean you're you're gonna be along with us for the ride if, if you're if you're willing so like i would gonna, love to be hear it and see it firsthand i think I'm even so if you're excited. unwilling we're just gonna like plug in a, a, a microphone and you're unwilling you're just gonna have to talk about <laughs> it. it doesn't really matter at this point <laughs> I'm we're gonna, so down. We're going to turn on the remote satellite and force you <laughs> no! to yeah. record. Yeah. Yeah. Just this freezer and force it's, her to talk. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. That's how science works. Science. <laughs> we'll track you down with science. <laughs> I love um, it. No, I'm 100% down for that. We're going to keep things rolling here with our game for the week. Uh, this one is called, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, Zombie or Nah. Uh, so I'm going to give you seven titles of a movie, uh, and you're going to tell me, does the movie involve zombies or nah? And there's okay. a fun secret tie-in that all these movies have in common that you'll probably get by the fourth or fifth one, but okay. if you don't, then I'll tell you. Okay. Excellent. Are you I'm guys ready? So ready. Sure. Can I guess the secret? Are they, <laughs> are they all filmed in Toronto? <laughs> that was my first thought too. That's a good guess. Um, no, oh, like I like where your head's at. <laughs> How do we buzz Here's in the first here? One. They get progressively harder. We'll, um, the first we'll just kind of like go around the table and we all say our guess. Okay, and then he'll tell us <laughs> I'm so that. ready. <laughs> <laughs> this first one's easy. Uh, zombie or nah? Snowpiercer. 
And uh, has actually, anyone here he's seen Snowpiercer? Yes, no. but for some yeah. reason I'm, I'm I have seen it, but I'm like, is it a zombie movie? I faintly <laughs> recall it, but I don't. I I think it's I think it's not. I don't think it's a zombie movie. I'm gonna go. I know. Nah. I don't think it is either. But for some reason, I'm thinking it suddenly is. I know, but I'm like, or does there are they stuck in the like Arctic and <gasps> and zombies? You're making me doubt myself now. Like, it's post-apocalyptic, <laughs> but I don't know what caused the apocalypse. <laughs> There's an apocalypse? Oh, no. Well, I mean, like, they're all on a train and it's snowy everywhere. Yeah, so it's post-apocalyptic. I'm going to say nah. I'm going to say mm, nah, but for some nah. reason I'm very confused. You all are correct. Okay, yes. Uh, this is a nah. It takes place aboard the Snowpiercer train as it travels a globe-spanning track carrying the last remnants of humanity after a failed attempt at climate engineering to stop global warming mm. and has created a new snowball earth. That's oh, that is a fail of climate engineering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, are you ready for the next one? Yes. 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 Hashtag alive. That sounds like it's, it's got a movie it, about zombies. It's got nah. Is it, is it like tweeting zombies? Like they're just playing hashtag <laughs> undead. Like <laughs> the trendy thing to do while a zombie apocalypse is happening. Yeah, you just tweet hashtag alive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm alive. Oh yeah, yeah, okay then. Yes, I'm gonna say it's a zombie movie. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna say nah, but I like that nah. idea. Nah, I think it'll be like a slasher film or something. Yeah. Hashtag Alive revolves around a video game live streamer's struggle server to uh, struggle for survival as he is forced to stay alone at his apartment in Seoul during a zombie apocalypse. Oh, oh. no! It's on oh, Netflix. Oh, I need so. to watch that. That sounds interesting. <laughs> I could be in that. Zombie <laughs> streamers. <laughs> Ready for the next one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Train to Busan. Is that a movie about zombies or not? Another train movie? Yes. I'm going to wait until you guys have been. I'm going to say nah. I have no idea. I don't know this movie. I have no idea. I'm going to assume there's, It's maybe it's yes because he said Snowpiercer as a train movie that doesn't mm. have zombies and this train <laughs> movie has zombies. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say zombie, yeah. This movie mostly takes place on a high-speed train from Seoul to Busan as a zombie apocalypse suddenly breaks out in the country and threatens the safety of the passengers. Yeah, 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 I really want to watch that. I think, are they making a Western version of it as well? They are. Yeah, I want to watch it. You're totally right. Yeah. It's supposed to be phenomenal, so. Yeah, I heard it's really good. Peninsula. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah. Peninsula. Never heard of it. <laughs> I don't know this. I want to say yes again. I'm going to say yes. Uh, I'm going to say nah. Uh, no, I'm changing, I'm changing. I'm changing it to yes. <laughs> because the name has nothing to do with zombies whatsoever. So zombies. Yes. Peninsula is a standalone sequel to the 2016 film Train to Busan and follows a former soldier who is sent along with a team to retrieve a truck full of money from the wastelands of the Korean peninsula now inhabited by zombies, no. road militia, and a family. No. Noob is beating Ooh. us again. No, I'm losing, I think. I got two. 
Travis has three. Two. And Katie has two. So it's mm. two for Noob, two for Katie, three for Travis. Uh, we have two of them left. Uh, here's the second to last one. Rampant. Rampant. Nah. nah. Jinx. <laughs> what does Travis say? Um, I'm, It sounds like zombies have like run rampant. So I'm going to say it's nah because you've picked a name. Yeah, it's too obvious. Like it's too obvious. Yeah, so nah. Rampant features a clash between exiled Prince Lee Chung and the Joseon Minister of War, Kim Jajun, with the backdrop of a spreading zombie plague. What on no! earth? <laughs> it's going to be a thing. They're all going to be zombies. Guys, your psychology is not working today. <laughs> have you all claimed to be good? The, have you all figured out the tie between all of these yet? They Zom- all they have all zombies zom- in? <laughs> no, there's, an, there's another tie to all of them. Mm. Uh, uh, Korea? They're all yeah, Korean they're movies? all South Korean movies. I was like, oh. yeah, I was like, hmm. except in the case of Snowpiercer, but all the others are um, like Korean, uh, yeah. and then the Snowpiercer is American. Ah. Uh. Last one. Okay. Memories of a murder. When a zombie a kills Korean you, film. is it considered murder? If a zombie <laughs> kills you, I think so. No, because they're dead. It'd be like, <laughs> but they it's still not killed small, you. All right. The act of murder is killing something. So, like, if a, a dead thing kills, uh, oh okay. no! If now, a tree now, fell, that might change my mind. If a tree like, fell if you on get me, killed, yeah, I wouldn't be like murder. that tree murdered me. Like, Imagine needs motive, right? There's yeah. one more after this. Sorry, I, I'm mistaken. Okay. There's one more after this. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. If there was murder, if if an object happened to murder me, a force of nature, he was murdered by a bolt of lightning. Like that doesn't sound right. A zombie doesn't murder. Right. It can't commit murder. Yeah, but it's move. Uh, hmm. So no. Okay. I think the comparison would be like if a bear killed you. Did, was he murdered murder by a bear? By, did the bear murder you? You can't commit no. the. You can't it like try you? the bear for murder, right? Because it's a crime. Murder is like the act. Of, mm, I don't know. Mm, I'm gonna say nah. What's the name of this thing again? <laughs> <laughs> Memories of murder. Ah. Um. Oh, I mean, it could be post zombie apocalypse where they're remembering all the murder they did during right. the zombie, during the zombie apocalypse? apocalypse we're so That's close true. to all of them having been zombies except for I'm, the first one that i'm wondering if they're all gonna be zombies but i'm gonna go nah 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 travis nah uh memories of murder uh is pong Joon ho's second film and it is loosely based on the true story of Korea's first confirmed serial murders, which took place between 1986 and 1999. When you Good. said based on a true story, I was like, yes, wait, maybe not. And then yes. I, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, you're debating whether or not zombies actually happened. Oh, God, so, I believe in zombies. Yes, I got my bug out bag right here. Yeah. <laughs> the last one. The Wailing. Mm. Mm. The wailing. That sounds more ghosty than zombie-ish. Maybe like more it's, possession-y. 
maybe it's whales, like an actual or, whale. Yeah, like aquatic. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, what like my to mind me. Maybe, maybe a whale ate a zombie Pinocchio style and turned into... And then into, became like the crows. And then the yeah, whole the crows, ocean is like the crows, but whales. Exactly. Whale zombies in the ocean. So I'm going to say this is a zombie movie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. It's a zombie movie, not because of the whale thing, but because it's a zombie movie. Nah. Okay, so here's where this one gets funny. Oh no, Uh, they're so zombies. The whaling tracks a series of supernatural occurrences that plague a small fishing town after the arrival of a mysterious stranger. A viral illness begins to spread through the hamlet thought to be the result of an evil spirit in the region. The reviewers say that it has a lot of uh, a lot in common with a lot of zombie mm-hmm. like very common zombie movies, but it doesn't seem to be a de facto zombie film. Interesting. So I want to give both of you points. <laughs> I like that but it's a fishing wins. town. I wasn't I wrong know. with my water, <laughs> my aquatic and he, he theme. He said a fishing town plagued by and i thought a zombie whale demonic whales <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my you god it's Resident happening before it's like that <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, so what what's our final score here i think travis is our winner correct? i think i have four I think so i think i have three yeah. i don't know travis well done Woo! well done gg gg <laughs> We finish the show like we do all of our shows with the uh, very simple question, should this movie be cut or seen um, and why? Uh, let's start with our uh, guest of honor, uh, Noob. Should this movie be cut or seen? I don't remember what I said about Apocalypse. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I maybe said cut. I think but, you said cut. Mm, but I want to say a scene for this. Like, I enjoyed my time. <laughs> Jacob's dead. But you like if you're gonna watch it, you have to watch the other ones, and then you have to you have to scene with like an asterisk where it's like under the condition that you are expecting just a dumb action flick popcorn style, like just Mm -hmm. for the lols, like nothing deep. (laughs) Yeah, like with the odd Resident Evil reference that may or may not piss you (laughs) off. Depending on how much of a fan you are. <laughs> Travis. Uh, I feel like... Oh, no. So I think <laughs> in the last one, I know I definitely said scene for the first movie. And I feel like we all unanimously said cut for Apocalypse. Because I, I, think so. th- I think so. Because I was like disappointed that it wasn't a good movie and that it didn't stand up. I kind of agree that I liked my time with it. Like I enjoyed some of the set pieces. (laughs) I was hype at the end of the movie. It's not great, but it's not bad, bad. Like there are some bad, bad movies. What's not bad? Bad. It's just Super Mario Brothers is a bad movie. It's no, no, but no that's a scene. That is a top tier scene. <laughs> this isn't like even a so bad it's good. It's just like there's like a mild entertainmentness that I'm like, oh, I'm not. I didn't not enjoy my time with it. So I'm gonna say scene. But I do agree that like the little asterisks, like okay, 
in conjunction with the rest of the movies coming, I think it works. Mm. But as a movie in itself, mm, but I still enjoyed my time. So I'm going to say scene just to stand in solidarity with Noob. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I want to add to that as well. Um, you're only going to watch it once. Like it's not something you, that's going to be your favorite film and you're going to be like, I need to watch this again. Yeah. Like scene to watch it once so that you've seen it. Like, it's not a masterpiece. Just to say you've seen it. <laughs> Katie. I don't know. You go first. Stop it! You go! Stop it! Yeah, go, you Jacob. go, Jacob. We know, know where you're no. going. So Katie could be... Cut! Cut! This is a bad movie. Cut! <laughs> Every day cut. Never never not cut. Every Easy. Day. Katie, please. Please. I woke up the cat. I'm so upset. <laughs> Look at She's like, what's going on here? <laughs> Uh, you know what at the end of it I was sitting there and I was thinking what what did I watch what what happened what did I watch I don't know that anything happened and I don't know that I could point to any scene and say like man that was a great scene like there was some things that I was like that was better than the last one but like I have to cut it. There is like nothing about it that's good. Nothing that's good. Okay. Yes. Nothing is bad. Nothing. No, there are bad things. But like top to bottom, it's not like terrible (laughs) top to bottom. But I can't point to any part of it and say like, man, that part was awesome. I really loved that part. I didn't didn't really love any part of it. I I thought I heard a butt coming and I would have fallen off my seat. You look so, like you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I nearly did. Oh, my God. So in this case, this is a first for cutscenes. Uh, we oh. are a split panel, 2-2. Uh, two, two. This has never happened before. There we go. So I think we need to... Pr- I, I have a proposal as, as what we say here. Um, I think this is a cutscene. Uh, it is a movie that like you should go in with like real apprehension about because you might find something great. You might not. Yeah, we've um, labeled it a cutscene. It's a cutscene. I, li- I like that actually a lot it's so middling it's a, it's, <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah. a cut scene i don't know you could yeah. go either way it's I'm so I feel unmemorable like off. Yeah. I love it's, that. A, it's a cut scene yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it and that was our take on resident evil extinction uh again noob thank you so much for coming back to the show um i'll speak for everyone and say uh you are more than welcome to come back for the fourth fifth and sixth movies of this yes. uh, if people want to find you where can they do so? Um, thank you so much. I absolutely love doing this. It's hilarious. Um, if people want to find me, they can find me on Twitch, Control Noob Zero, YouTube, Control Noob, Twitter, Control Noob, Instagram, Control Noob, uh, Discord. You would find through the other things. Uh, yeah, we have a lovely community. Like we're always playing games together and stuff. So. Uh, if you're into multiplayer, then and you're a good person, then you're welcome to join. Um, and I think that's everywhere. Cool. What What are you playing through right now um, for, for for YouTube? I am probably on Twitch going to be playing Ori. Oh, um, nice! The second Ori because I've played the first one, but uh, Will of the Wisps. That's one of my next games. And Hades. I'm going to be starting Hades nice. soon. Ooh, good games. <laughs> 
And for YouTube, even though I said this like the last time I was on one of your podcasts, I'm going to be starting Zero Time Dilemma very soon. (laughs) (laughs) What a great game. It's going to start by the end of the year. (laughs) Wait, I've forgotten when this podcast is out, but... (laughs) I'm excited to watch that. Uh, Your content is great, wholesome. Your community is great and wholesome too. So uh, please, if you enjoyed this podcast, go give her a follow and check her out. Before we close out the episode this week, I wanted to tell you about another podcast that you may enjoy called Level Zero. Uh, It's a podcast about appreciating video games and the people who make them. Each episode zeroes in on a specific topic in a fun and accessible way. Episodes ranging from the history of Sega, I listened to those episodes, they're great, to the development of Majora's Mask, to an explanation of different video game genres. The show is very positive and aims to teach you something new in a scripted, documentary-style format. And hey, it's family-friendly too. So check out Level Zero Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can find all things Cutscenes at Cutscenes underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on uh, Cutscenes.ca. If you enjoyed the show, do us two favors. Give us a review, five-star review, on your podcasting platform of choice and send the show to a friend because that's how people find out about podcasts. Uh, Travis, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they do that? I'm on Twitter at Travis Colnut. That's it. That's all. Katie. I'm on Twitter. I'm Les Brack. That's it. That's all. <laughs> Jacob. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob McCourt, J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. I host another podcast called The Left Behind Game Club. It is a video game book club podcast that tries to be um, wholesome, positive, and informative uh, most of the time. Uh, all three of these wonderful humans have been on it. Uh, Travis, many times. Katie, many times. Noob has been on an episode about... Um, oh, you were on the episode about the first game in the in that series that you mentioned, and you were on Psychonauts. One Psychonauts, yes, yeah. what a good game! I knew yeah, you were on very two good. Of them. I just couldn't remember. Uh, <laughs> you can find that on all major podcasting platforms. We end the show like we end all of our shows with a choice quote from the movie that we just enjoyed. Uh, I've got it here in the doc. Who wants to give it a shot? I don't know. I think Noob should do it. Yeah. Oh God. You I don't remember how she that. said it. Yeah, you got to deliver it with that like it's just, Mila it's Jovovich. Just Mila like, Jovovich. She's just like, you're not the being future. a badass. You're just another asshole. And we're I think, old. wasn't she like panting when she said it? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so go run a lap. And yeah. then <laughs> <laughs> I need to do more preparation yeah. for this. <laughs> you were born to play this role. <laughs> if you don't want to do, do it, it doesn't matter. Do you know the way that I say asshole is very different to the way that Americans it does, say it? doesn't matter. Do you say arsehole? We don't say asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone asshole? else should do it. Say asshole. A- asshole. Yeah, ours is very just... How dare you're such an asshole. Oh, God. I don't know what that was. Should I say it in a British accent? Then you guys can say it in a proper accent. Oh, I, no, I, I want to hear you talk about I think you American just say it. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Oh, jeez. You're not the future. You're just another asshole. <laughs> and we're both going to die down here. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. The, the Why are Americans so good? Uh, but good. then it went super British, super uh, English, like right near the end. There was like three <laughs> words there that were just, just British. And then she floated it back in for the here. That was god, great. I, Love I can't it. believe you just made me do that. 
our accents are, are when we do British, it's embarrassing. Also, so it's fine. Oh, Don't God. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's the end of the podcast, everybody. Bye. 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 Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm Jacob McCourt, and listen to me and my co-hosts Mo Murtati and Mike Ruffalo, as well as some wonderful guests, as we go through games, large and small, old and new, to bring you funny, informative, and mostly positive discussions about them. We've got over 100 episodes in the feed, so if you wanted to take the show for a spin, download a show about one of your favorites, and let us guide you through it with our takes. Join us on our goal in every episode to make sure that each time there's one less game left behind. <laughs> what a disaster at the end. <laughs> I don't know how much of that I'm going to keep in. Either all we, of it or I none of it. We derailed it. <laughs> I might take that and put that at the end. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of outtakes. <laughs> You're the all beginning as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Jacob thinks he can do Irish, so it's okay. You well, can't I've, I've, I've heard seen, it. I've seen the show. Uh, what's the show with Mary, Marianne and Connell? Oh, it's a lovely book. <laughs> what? It's by an author from Ireland, and I, I don't remember her name. Okay, that's... Marianne, that? Marianne and Connell. What show is that? That's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually better than uh, it usually normal, does. It. Normal people. That's normal people. The show, it's BBC, BBC Three, I believe. ITV in, in Ireland. I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's better than mine. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> yeah, that, was just, that was just you talking. That was an Irish at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, in this episode of Cutscenes, we take on zombies in the desert in Resident Evil Extraction. No! Let's get right into it. <laughs> hold, uh, hold, hold, pause. What the... F- Did that's I do not, the wrong movie title? That's not the title of the movie. <laughs> hold on. Extinction. 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 It's extinction. all heads up. The- it says extraction throughout the whole doc. Yeah. <laughs> just, just so you know. We wanted to see if you were going to actually say extraction or not. Or if you would be like, wait, you- that's not right. You guys are evil. <laughs> Hold on. There is an extraction. It's the anime series, isn't it? Is it? I did not oh, know like, this. I'm sure there is. That's a generic sounding word. Did we surprise you? We're so sorry. No, I. I <laughs> yeah, extinction. That needs to no, go on I the end. Surely, extraction. I just made extraction. It. Nothing. <laughs> okay. uh, it is fixed. Yay! <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> I should know what this movie is. Um, <laughs> we should have let you just keep saying it the whole entire time. Oh, that's Debbie. That's too mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then people will be like, you guys said the wrong title. Yeah. No, you're not pros. Yeah. Angry tweets. I always, I always claim to be a pro. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I'm nothing you met but me? a pro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>